Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Connecting with Coincidence. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. I'm a psychiatrist in private practice and a faculty member at the University of Virginia. Each week, my guests and I talk about meaningful coincidences, synchronicity, and serendipity. We discuss synchronicity from its many perspectives, spiritual, practical, and statistical. Why? To increase your connection to coincidences so that you can benefit from coincidence awareness in your daily life. I've written a book also called Connecting with Coincidence. If you put the phrase Connecting with Coincidence in your browser, you will find my book, my Psychology Today blog, website, and social media sites. If you want to know how sensitive you are to coincidences, go to my website to take the Weird Coincidence Survey. Connecting with Coincidence. Our guest today is Sherry Dillard. Sherry Dillard is an internationally known psychic, medium, and medical intuitive. She is expert at helping others to develop and understand their intuitive and spiritual gifts. She has given over 50,000 readings worldwide and has been featured on radio and television for her innovative books and her work as a psychic detective medical intuitive and medium she is the author of the best-selling discover your psychic type you are a medium and sacred signs and symbols and four other books which have been translated into eight languages sherry has developed the popular and easy way to understand and develop intuition through psychic types and this looks like a major contribution to our understanding of intuition sherry Welcome to Connecting with Coincidence. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, you're very welcome. I'm very interested in, in intuition, and as we'll get into it, the connection between intuition and uh, coincidence awareness. But how, how do you define intuition? Yeah, that is a very good question. Uh, I define it very broad-based. Um, you know, if you look up the definition in Webster or other dictionaries, it's 
basically describes the way that we know something, become aware of something without knowing how we know that. It's just something that we know. And it tends to, you know, bear itself out in in the future and that it, we were correct. Uh, my definition or the way I like to um, look at intuition has more to do with a kind of a natural functioning that we all have. It's something that not just, it, it, it describes much more than just a fluke awareness. It describes more of the ability to work with this part of us that we tend to, it, it seems like an intangible part of us, but the more that we are able to um, focus or, or use, you know, kind of this energetic gift that we have, unlike our other senses where they're, they seem to me much more tangible because we can point to a body part and say we smell because we have a nose, we see because we have eyes, we um, hear because we have ears, etc. Intuition is the natural sense we have, but it doesn't, its body part is not a physical body part. It's more of an energy body part. And intuition describes the ability to know things, but it also describes our energy self. And it can even go as deep into understanding how we function on a day-to-day basis with energy and relate to it. And the more we become aware of who we are energetically, the more we're able to use our intuition. And it kind of rounds us out as um, a holistically in our ability to function with ourselves and with the world. When you say an energy body part, that intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and could you try to expand on that, please? What is an energy? What is it? Well, as an en- I'm talking specifically about more about our energy field, our aura, our uh, electromagnetic field, um, which, you know, there's certainly been, you know, not maybe, you know, purely scientific, but certainly ways that we have come, become more aware that that actually exists is the electromagnetic field. And that it's something that all living things have. Plants have it, animals have it, we have it, physical beings have it. And um, it's it's pretty, um, you know, it's, it's an intangible, so it's hard to fully define in the way that's easy to understand. But it is an aspect of us. It's kind of like, it's like saying, well, how do the ears work? Or how do your eyes actually see, um, you know, we know they do. We we don't question it that much because um, if there's a problem, of course, you know, we have to kind of figure out what's wrong. But by and large, we just use it. We don't have to, you know, fully understand exactly how it's working. Um, in my in, in my book uh, in the last chapter of connecting with coincidence, I I go to um, the senses in something like the way you're talking about them, and try to suggest um, that we have another way of receiving information. Energy information is what I call it. E E I energy information that that we have E I receptors, energy information receptors, that have not been clearly defined yet, but have to exist because we pick up energy information somehow and transduce it into thought and feeling. And you're talking about something like that. So when you when you talk about energy field, uh, I, I, I'm with you on saying that that's part of what might be the sense organ of intuition. So I'm just, I'd like to hear more about how you think about that. 
Well, you know, it's very interesting because that's the exact words I use in most of my books is energy information. Um, because that is essentially what we are receiving is energy information. We yes. receive information in all kinds of ways. And the, the funny thing is, is that we receive information through thought all the time. Um, you know, whether it's our memory or something that someone has told us or, but we're always using this intangible thought energy. And for some reason, we're more comfortable with that when it comes to pure reception of energy that does it that kind of bypasses our sense of memory or our brain working on it it's a little bit harder for us to accept that but you know books like yours and the studies you're doing with synchronicities everybody at some everybody has had these intangible moments of being able to receive energy information in my world as a clairvoyant which is the ability to see energy visually um, and, you know, I've been doing this for so long, um, working with energy, it's much more tangible for me because it's, it's, you know, anything you do every day and you have to make a living at, you tend to get better at, or you, or you better, yeah, you either have to improve and get a lot better and continue being good or you find some other work. So, um, so that's simply what it's been for me too. I mean, I do have a you define, it's, it's practice. You yeah. define you define clairvoyance uh, interestingly. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've never heard it defined as uh, being able to see energy, and that usually mean it usually means clairvoyance usually means seeing energy at a distance. But I think huh. you're also talking about seeing energy um, in the present through somebody's aura. Right. Yeah. It's it's. Um... Yeah, exactly. That it's, you know, and I don't, when I'm doing readings, it's something that I work with a lot more just in my normal day to day. I'm not always, um, you know, seeing everybody's energy field all the time. But to get back to your question about the energy field, the electromagnetic yes. field. Yes, yes. Thank this, you. Now, this, this is my unscientific mm experience of it and and i don't want to say that this is you know the absolute truth here but it's been the truth i work with and the truth i've perceived and, and the just, truth so, that, and just <laughs> so you see where i come from i've had a lot of scientific training done a lot of like regular medical research and so i try to translate things like you're about to what you're about to say into a, maybe a little more scientific language but it starts with good observers science starts with good observers you sound like a good observer so tell me what you see with energy fields and intuition okay so this is the way i've come to to work with it is that i mean it's there's a lot to it but I'll, i'm going to try to simplify it and we can go deeper into it because this isn't a simple one thing works for all but basically um i feel we receive energy through the energy field as a natural function of who we are multidimensionally uh, beyond the physical. I only mean multidimensional beyond physical being. And that energy comes through most people through the, um, the chakras. And the chakras for me are connected to the endocrine system. Um, you know, part of clairvoyance, we'll use that as an example, is the ability to see energy information. And that is connected to the penenal and pituitary gland, and it comes down through that chakra, which is that sixth, seventh chakra. So people receive energy information, 
and what I believe happens is that the brain then goes to work trying to translate that, trying to put meaning to it that we can understand. The brain receives it like it receives all information and it says, okay, I'm gonna make sense of this for you. I'm gonna try to figure it out and give it to you in a way that you can use it. And, and that's different for a lot of people. And that, that comes to my energy, that comes to the psychic types I call them, the different ways that our brain goes to work with that. For some people, the way our we brain- have, We have less than a minute left in this segment. Okay. Well, we can, we can save this for the next segment. Like I said, you asked me a question that I could really talk. I mean, if you, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, it, it's, it's kind of complex to me the way this happens. Yeah, that's, but, that's okay. That's okay. We have time. We have three more segments. I think this energy intuition connection is very, very important. And we'll, we'll, we'll stay with that. You are listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. And our guest today is Sherry Dillard. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. And our guest today is Sherry Dillard, and we're diving deep, baby. We are diving deep into intuition and energy fields. But this is such an important uh, idea that we make it a little complicated, but the, the ability of the human brain mind to pick up energy information somehow and transduce it or translate that into action and words and thoughts and feelings is crucial to understanding how many synchronicities take place. So, Sherry, let's keep going with that. You're talking, just you were talking about energy information, chakras, pineal gland, brain making sense out of things. Mm -hmm. um, and fundamentally, I'm interested in the phrase um, 
the the organ of intuition, uh, the sense organ of intuition, which you're referring mm -hmm. to in part as the uh, uh, chakra um, uh, aura idea. Right, right, exactly. Um, all right, so we were talking about how the brain receives that, like you were just saying. Um, I'm going to just say this briefly, just as an example, but then I'm going to talk about synchronicities, the way I feel synchronies, not all of them. I actually believe that energy has an incredible amount of intelligence, and um, we'll get into that maybe later. But let me just finish this up and say that, you know, we can translate energy information through our thoughts. Some people will translate that actually more through feeling. They'll get a feeling about something as opposed to an awareness. Some people will actually interpret it. It will um, express itself more through their physical body. Um, they may get, some people will, um, you know, massage therapists, people that work with the doctors, physical doc, uh, medical doctors that work with the body. Um, sometimes they will feel it, another's pain or they'll be aware of someone's, what's going on in their physical body. And it's almost like their body becomes their intuitive instrument in that way. Um, and then there's also, the, we can also express it spirit, uh, through the spiritual energy. And when I say spiritual, what I'm really talking about is the energy field. And I'm talking about um, the way energy connects and communicates within itself and with, with us. One of the ways I, I feel what happens with synchronicities is that, you know, energy is not defined by time and space. We like to think that, you know, it's compartmentalized within our, our own personal experience. You know, we feel it, we know it, we think it. But I, I think energy just is much more expansive than that. And I, I you know, and again, I, there's so many different types of synchronicity. So I'm not necessarily saying that this is the the law for every type of synchronicity but certainly i feel many synchronicities we experience let me, let me give you one example that we okay. can stick with because i'm very very glad that you are differentiating among the synchronicities because I, I i have a lot of trouble with people who give one cause one explanation right. for yeah. all synchronicities it's just not true and i'm delighted to hear you differentiating them and i'll give you one story that uh, okay. uh, that um, as part of, as, as an example of of, of, a, of a type, um, I call this human GPS. Um, the a a young woman, um, age about seventeen or eighteen, uh, drives out to a lake in the in the forest, uh, miles from her house, with her father's gun in her hand, <clears throat> thinking about very seriously uh, committing suicide out there by the lake. As she is considering this, a car drives up next to her and uh, stops. And she looks over, and it is her, her brother. And she says, what are you doing here? You, you've never been here before. And he said, I don't know, but something made me drive here. And that's all I know, is I felt that I needed to drive to this place. Uh, that when you use the phrase, uh, not we know things that we don't know how we know, he knew something that he did not know how he knew. Mm -hmm. And part of a uh, part of my question, the second question, in this uh, as you go through this, is not only about clairvoyance because a clairvoyance, one definition is that he knew where 
she was, the location she was. But what I'm intrigued with is that he knew how to get there when he never had been there before. Mm -hmm. and that's why I call it uh, human GPS. I call it simulpathity plus human GPS, meaning he could feel her distress simulpathity, feeling mm -hmm. her pain at a distance, and then knew how to get there. That's the GPS part of it. Right. Yeah, that's a very good example. I like that. Good. So mm -hmm. please expand on how you think about that particular synchronicity. Okay, so that kind of synchronicity. Um, well, I'll be honest with you. I would actually, I, 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 I would also put it in another category as well as intuition, um, which I'm not discarding that. In fact, I think it's a very good example of intuitive synchronicity. But my feeling would also be that it's quite likely, and this, <laughs> uh, this is a whole different area, but it's quite likely in that kind of situation that he was also being guided to beyond his own intuitive awareness mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um especially with the the gravity of what was happening you know um that he chose to listen to that guidance is incredible really because most of the time we don't but that he did and he followed that and he listened but um when i think about intuition I include the broad range of information that might come directly to us mm -hmm. versus information that is given to us by a higher mind. Right, and that that would be my feeling about that, is that there's a possibility with that kind of intense situation that he had some help with that. And I'm, I, I include that within the broad definition of intuition, since it's knowing things that we don't know how we know. Right, yeah. But, but you're making a distinction between uh, spiritually guided uh, information and uh, energy information around you that is more part of your organ of picking yes, up stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And I say that because that's yeah. how I do readings. When I do a reading, what I do is there's a very clear difference between what I pick up as a psychic intuitive or a medical intuitive, what I receive, and then when I allow and ask for guidance from a higher source, it, it's not like it's indirect, you know, um, it's different necessarily, but, but, it, but there is a difference to it. There's a difference in the energy, the vibration of it. And there's a difference sometimes in, um, like, you know, the, the detail, the wisdom of it, the, uh, clear guidance and direction of it. Um, now, now, that's one of my favorite questions, is distinguishing among and between the various, I call them voices, that come through our intuition. And you're describing as a vibrational difference and also a, um, a, a clarity of the idea difference. Right. And, and let me give an example of that. Um, this morning, before this reading i mean before this interview i had a i had a client and like most of most of my clients you know or many of them you know she was looking for guidance in a certain area of her life and um i looked at it i looked at this relationship she was in and i felt 
what her boyfriend, who he was, what he was doing. And I felt her, but honestly, I didn't really feel I could guide her because I didn't really know what to do. I was, I don't, I mean, I was correct in everything I was saying about who he was and who she was and what was happening, but I, I didn't really, you know what I mean? Like, well, so what? You're right, but where does that leave me still? Yeah, there's, it's 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 it's, uh, it's knowledge, but you don't right. know what to do with it. Wasn't, it. Right, it wasn't right. And there, and there are a lot of coincidences that are like that too. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm glad you realized that. I'm gl so glad to hear that because most people, because it's such phenomena, we sometimes give it more. We want more meaning from it, or we want to derive more meaning that there actually might be. You know, uh, but but anyway, let me go back to this example. So I didn't really know because I didn't want to say something that was my opinion on this. So what I do in every session is then I'll ask, well, what's the highest in her highest good? What, what's the wise um, guidance to give her? And of course, when I did that, I opened up to a higher vibration that said the obvious thing, which was actually very helpful to her. But there was a difference. And that's what we are talking about is cities um i, I really uh, appreciate what you just said because you know i think the truth of it is honestly is that a lot of synchronicities are telling us we're in the flow of our own vibrational energy we're balanced and receiving them is just that it, it, it's almost natural um it doesn't happen all the time because we're not in that flow or we're not experiencing that but it doesn't mean that there's always a profound reason why we're having them. Sometimes there is. And sometimes there it's incredible how much uh, we can derive from them. But, you know, there are different levels of them. Yeah, sometimes the, sometimes they're markers of being right. in the flow. That's that's oh. what you're saying. So you just right. keep on going. But every once in a while, you run into one that says, hey, that is really something. Right. And yeah. sometimes you run into ones that you don't know what to how to make sense of them uh, and and so and I think what you're suggesting is that if a person runs into a synchronicity that's hard to figure out it's worth trying to say what is the greatest good that co can come out of this uh, synchronicity right. mm -hmm. we have about uh, 30 seconds left in this uh, in this segment um, this this intuition notion is so vital that and differentiating among intuitive uh, messages that I think we're going to continue going after that. But you are listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. And our guest today is Sherry Dillard. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere.
Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Uh, welcome back to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and our guest today is Sherry Dillard, and we are rocking and rolling with intuition and synchronicity here today. And I've, I've been dealing with trying to figure out the, um, the relationship between intuition and the subtypes of intuition, the subcategories, the subvoices of intuition. But let's, let's see, come at this from a different direction, Sherry. Uh, in your book, you make a great, uh, a great, you state a great line. You are standing in the center of a very chatty universe that is ready to engage you. That is... Uh, that, I love that phrase because what you're trying to say is what there, I think, is what happens after you start paying a lot of attention to coincidences. You don't need to have coincidences to notice that there are a bunch of different symbols out there all around you trying to tell you something about yourself and the world that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. The world, yes. You know, energy wants to engage. It's... it's um, and I think that we're becoming more aware of that through um, our science, you know, different science and um, but just its ability to um, communicate, to engage. And it's quite willing. And it's funny, but I think it's always reaching out to us because we are energy beings. You know, we tend to think we're physical first and then we're energy when the truth is we're energy and then we're physical. And um so we're not that, it's not that, it is a leap because we're not, um, you know, climatized to being, energy beings, but we are. And it's a much more of a natural kind of, you know, state of being to be able to communicate and at least derive um, a greater sense of yourself and, you know, your existence, actually, uh, when you open up to non-physical you know, meanings of communication, whether it's through synchronicity or whatever, you know. I, I, I think you are saying that opening up to your own intuition becomes a way of opening up my energy to the energy that's around me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how, how, do you, how do you train people to uh, learn how to use their intuition so that they can connect up with what's around them? Well, what has worked best has been um, helping people to understand when they're already being intuitive and to understand how their natural intuition works. Um, you know, we unfortunately approach it sometimes as something that we have to, that's outside of us that, you know, we have to learn. And the, when we can actually just observe how it's already happening, 
and how it happens for us. It, because if when we do that, we notice that there tends to be patterns that um, in ways that we are most naturally suited to receiving intuitive information, energy information. And once we know that, once we're more tuned into that and pay attention to it, you know, whatever we give awareness to strengthens and expands. So when we give in awareness to that, it, it's kind of a natural um, development from that part because then we can notice it and we can also begin to use it more, listen to it, and then we can begin to invoke it more too. That's very good. Uh, I, I love this idea. I've heard it before. Whatever we pay attention to expands. How do you think that happens? Well, again, I think it's our relationship to energy. I think that, you know, I think it can come down to something very simple as like, here's an incredibly simple example is if you have a cup that's half full of water and if you add more water to it, it gets, there's more water, it expands. It's that simple. I think that when we give attention, we're giving energy. We're, we're, our energy field is more focused and we're engaging energetically. And so it can't but not expand because um, we're giving it more energy. It becomes stronger and larger. And that, that's so applicable to what I do. I'm a psychiatrist. I do psychotherapy. And what people pay attention to gets expanded. So if they pay attention to... Uh, their anxiety that uh, expands, uh, their, their anxiety. If they pay attention to a bad relationship or someone they're in a bad relationship with, that expands that person's uh, something or other in their own minds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, let's, uh, let me ask you some uh, more specific synchronicity-related questions. Can synchronicities be evoked? Well, I, I believe they can, um, but the key to it is, I think, is that it's invoking, again, let's go back to what we were just talking about. If you look at it as invoking as giving energy to it, then it will expand. It will get stronger. And if your awareness is focused on it, again, it's giving energy to it because that's where your awareness is going and awareness is energy. Um, and so it's more likely then that you will notice a synchronicity and be able to, um, you know, derive meaning from it. So invoking for me is simply what we're talking about, and that's giving energy. It's saying um, whatever that may be. But, you know, the key to it is to, I think anyway, is to put that energy out there that um, I would really like to experience this and I will pay attention to it. But then you also, the funny thing is you have to detach from it at the same time once you invoke it. And the detachment is not an energetic detachment. The detachment is actually more of an ego detachment and a sense of how it needs to show up and what you want it to be. That's very good. Uh, I think that's very true of relationships. Um, you can put energy into relationship, into another person, and then you can have it be a certain way because your ego wants it to be a certain way, but letting go of that attachment to what you want it to be helps expand the relationship to that other person. Yeah, to who, to what it really has the potential to be and to its most true organic form. 
instead know. of making it into your own. Uh, right. Image. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if we took that a little further, you could say that what we're really talking about with synchronicities too is relationship, you know, relationship to, again, when you go back to the line in the book about a chatty universe, it's the relationship to energy. It's a relationship to that bigger, broader, um, something out there that, that we can connect with. And, um, you know, it follows kind of some of the simple things that we already know, or we're learning in the physical world. Yeah. Now I, I have been studying uh, coincidences for a long time, had my first big one when I was eight or nine, and have seen lots of them since then, and particularly when I was in San Francisco in the late 60s, there were lots of them, but I'm seeing a lot of them now, experiencing that, uh, and them a lot now, and I, I think it's been almost like that 10,000 hour idea, you, you, you work on something for 10,000 hours, you, you kind of get good at it the way you are yeah. with uh, your clairvoyance and the intuition. Uh, so I see a lot of coincidences, and I, I even in I even help invoke them with other people when I'm around them uh, or have contact with them. They tend to see more of them. Yeah, I would believe that. You know, because you have a strong energy field, and um, you know, people that have strong energy fields such as yourself can definitely kind of charge up someone else's energy and also, um, you know, just through, you know, your desire to help them experience that help. Yeah, I would think people would experience some more with you. I'm going to I'm going to um, deviate to a, a different energy field called dance. Uh -huh. I go I go to a, a dance things uh, three or four times a week. And the, the kind of dance is just interpretive. You do whatever you want. And mm -hmm. the amount of energy that people um, exchange in that yeah. and the way they do it is amazing. And it's and I appreciate you're saying that I have a strong energy field because sometimes people come up to me and say, wow, I really like your energy. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and the only way I know I have a strong energy field is if somebody gives me feedback from it. Uh -huh. I, I don't. But how do you know? How do you, how does one know their own energy field and how do I manage it? It becomes the question I'm asking you. Yeah, right. That's a great question. Well, I think what you just said is kind of the truth. I think that we kind of don't know unless it, a lot of it does come from feedback with others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember not that long ago I was doing, this was something not, didn't have anything to do with my psychic work or medium work, but I was doing a Skype call with um, someone I didn't know for some other reasons. And she said, and she didn't know the work I did. And she said, you know, I have to tell you, your energy is so intense. <laughs> she kept going on and on about it. And I thought, well, geez, that's funny because I'm trying to like just tone it down a little bit. I didn't think I was being intense or like, whoa. Um, but yeah, a lot of it, it's funny. It does come from feedback. But I'll tell you one way you know is exactly what's happening to you is that your awareness of synchronicities and your ability to help others to expand their awareness of them and invoke them you you have to have a large energy i mean that comes from having a strong energy field and a strong energy field is awareness it's it's um it's kind of like um this broader like even though you may not think of yourself in, as an intuitive um in my definition of it you are an intuitive because you're aware of a non-physical 
uh, reality, you're aware of energy. And the more aware you are, the stronger your energy field. It will use that simple example of a cup. If you look at us as kind of our energy field. We, we, like we have, let's, let's, let's come back to the energy okay. field and intensity right. in our last segment. Because I think it's, it's really, it's very interesting um, to talk about this with you. You are listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. And our guest today is Sherry Dillard. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. <laughs> Welcome back to CC with BB. Our guest today is Sherry Dillard, and we are really into this, baby. This intuition energy field, how do you know your own energy field? Putting attention into uh, ideas, people, things, um, makes them expand. Sherry, this is great. Uh, please just tell me where you're thinking. What I'm thinking is that you do all the things. No, I don't know you, obviously. I'm just saying the things that you're you're telling me about you are things that are increasing your energy vibration. Things like the dance you're doing, your laughter, your singing, your awareness with your patients and you're helping them to, you know, kind of, you know, their own perception to increase into a higher awareness. Uh -huh. All those yeah. things are building your energy field. All those things are making you a more multidimensional being who has access to more and more non-physical intelligence that's out there. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because when you're living at that higher vibration, you are going to experience more synchronicities. Uh -huh. uh, they're they're going to be more natural. Yeah. And 
that, those are the kinds, and, and I just wanted to bring it up because we can do practical things in our everyday life that help us to be more aware of that, to, to receive more awareness guidance, but it's also kind of a fun way of life too. It is, it it's is, much, really is. It's a much more interesting way of yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we tend to seek it out, most people, because we need and want the guidance for our everyday practical things. But the truth is, is that all that stuff on, for, you know, it tends to happen here in the physical life. You know, it's kind of what it is. It doesn't mean that we can't certainly maneuver and, and experience more, you know, joy in life. We can. But the way we do that sometimes is just through practical things like, you know, kind of the things that you do in your life. And um, part, part of I, what, what happens to me is uh, that I get these coincidences that are just funny. And I, and I, I can't give you an example because they happen a lot, but they're like little dream things. And, I, and I, I, I say stuff like, okay, that's really funny. You're enjoying messing with me. It's you know? the truth. Spirit world, <laughs> no, it's the absolute truth. The spirit world is hilarious. Like sometimes I'll be doing a reading and the person will be sitting there so serious about something in their life, which I completely have compassion for. And I'll get guidance from this silly little something will come in that I think I'm not going to tell this person that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. And they're like, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, and it's kind of just a funny, but it helps. I, I tend to have to say it because that's what I do. But it does lift the vibration. And a lot of times it's exactly, you know, kind of what we need to kind of break that, um, you know, just over focus on our own personal drudgery, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... And even if I'm not going through some drudgery, I mean, sometimes it's just like, uh, like somebody, a clown, stick his sticking his face from around the corner and making a face at me. Uh, it's uh -huh. just, it's just <clears throat> like that. But it's funny. Right. It's it's like it's like to have me know that they're kind of paying attention <laughs> to right, me, exactly. and, and and I'm paying attention to them, and it's kind of like just happening. And okay, okay, okay. That's <laughs> I got it. I got that. Okay. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'll say, well, I hope I'm entertaining you. I hope you're <laughs> you know, you know, at least let let's at least have the benefit of knowing that I'm I'm kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I, well, I've ha I've had this uh, feeling that like there's a webcam uh, watching me, mm -hmm. like in there's a movie about the, the guy being on television all the time. I forget Ra, and and uh, that that's what I feel like sometimes. Uh, yeah. That that I and I hope they're they're yeah just like that. I hope I'm entertaining you. I think I'm I think mm -hmm. I'm entertaining you. But uh, are you going to switch the channel? You got something else you want to watch? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I I, I completely. It's a funny, it's kind of funny, the sense of humor. But yeah, to get back to synchronicities, I've experienced those two where um, you kind of sometimes want to say, oh, really? Okay, all right. So that was a good one. You got me there. Like just knowing that that's, that was the meaning of it was to just like kind of like have fun, wake you up and yeah, um, kind of have a good laugh with spirit. Yeah, and yeah. how how do you how do you how do you decide the meaning or purpose of synchronicities generally? Well, one of the things, and I talk about this in my book, is if and, the you, name, and say the name of your book, uh, Sacred Signs and Symbols. Um, but one of the things, if people get a synchronicity and they have no idea, I don't know if this has meaning, whatever. I, I tell people there's some lists I have in the book. 
where you can go through uh, things like this. What's going on in my life? Am I confronting a decision? Um, is there something that I'm celebrating? Is there um, whatever it may be? Look at your life. Try to see where you are. Um, if you have that gut feeling that the synchronicity is a message, look first at what's going on in your life. And then sometimes if, you know, the, the, the interpretation of a synchronicity will happen spontaneously and you'll kind of know what this is about. One of the things I like to tell people, although people don't always like this method because they want the, you know, to know exactly what it means, but sometimes, honestly, I think you just have to kind of like let it evolve a little bit. Let it start speaking to you more and more. It'll seep in there, the meaning of it. But sometimes it comes into our life just to get our, our curiosity and to slowly kind of um, bring us maybe more of a awareness of ourselves, our situation, and to guide and lead us. But it might not be a quick, instantaneous Oh, I know what that means. And that can frustrate the brain because we want to have that quick, you know, that's what that was about. But um, it, it is sometimes about forming a relationship and that takes time. Yeah, m both of my sons went through something this year uh, in which each of them at their job expected something to happen, money or a promotion. And they had every evidence that it was going to happen. People told mm -hmm. them, but it didn't happen. So mm -hmm. for me to have two sons, my two sons, have work expectations yeah. not met is a coincidence that I am having to let sit in my mind to uh, see what it actually right. means. Right, right, right. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah, I hope they're understanding that more. Maybe it's synchronicity for them in some way, too. Well, it's got, that, that's the fun thing about coincidences is that there are three people involved. There's their father and each of the brothers. And so each stands at a different place to try to understand what this, what this coincidence means. And, right. ne and neither of them are at this point ready to even think there's a coincidence going on here. Um, they're each struggling uh, right, yeah, with right. the consequences right now. Right. So it's just a perfect example in my life of having to wait to allow the interpretation right. to bake. Well, let me say this, though, too. You know what I've noticed? And we didn't talk about this kind of synchronicity, yeah. but there, and I, I'm sure you know about this kind of synchronicity, too. Sometimes I think what happens, it's a funny thing. I don't completely understand this myself yet, but. I think sometimes what happened is there are larger patterns almost, you can almost look at them almost mathematically even at times, but like that, like two sons, you're the father. It's almost like it's bigger than it, both of it's bigger than the participants involved. You know, it's some larger synchronistic pattern that's playing out in some way. And I don't, like I said, I wish I could define this more, but I've noticed there's something, I, even in my own life with my children, my two children, I've noticed that this happened for me this year too, in that they have certain patterns and they seem to converge in some way that they're both going through something significant at the same time, although it might be different things. And they seem to follow some pattern, although they're completely different, the both of them, in different fields, they don't live close. There's nothing really, it's not like they're, you know, 
um, so close that it would be something in common. But um, and and you know what I've found is it's my re my reaction to that, and perhaps the synchronicity in it for me too is noticing. Um, you know, what's going on in my life and the message for me about, you know, where I need to move first. Again, what I mean by that is in my relationship to them, too. But anyway, I know I'm getting too complex. No, 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 no. That's very good. That's very good. Yeah. That it's a message to you about your relationship to them. It's not just right. about each of them or both of them. It's about your relationship to each and both of them. I, and then I'll expand it a little further uh, as we have about a minute and a half left of our program, um, that when you say it's part of a broader um, right. pattern, I relate that to simultaneous discoveries, mm -hmm. uh, namely that um, like algebra or calculus rather and uh, and evolution and many other things were discovered around the same time by different people. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, That's what I meant. Something yes, like that, yes. where there's some bigger pattern playing out here. And I would love to be able to understand that a little bit better. Just even thinking that there is one out there, <laughs> that this represents something larger, um, is right. the beginning to be, is beginning to be able to do it. I think about, what I just told you about simultaneous discoveries and like individual uniqueness that, that somebody does something special. No, there's somebody else who's done doing the Maybe. same thing yeah. <laughs> someplace right. else. There may be fewer, but there are other people doing the same thing. And mm -hmm. I'm looking, I'm looking for another doctor coincidence, kind of like what I'm doing. Uh, I haven't found that yet, but I found a lot of parallels. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we're coming to the end of this, uh, of this interview sherry you have been marvelous you it's have been, been marvelous thank you so much for inviting me you're very welcome it's we did a very good dance together i think uh, we did i think we did so thank you very much for <laughs> thank you being on the show <laughs>